Hello, fellow fans, to Night We Fan Plus, Episode 2. I'm Mark, and with me is the bravest man of them all, Brian. Hey, everyone. How are you? Woo! Hi, everybody. This is Episode 2 of United We Fan Plus. We hey, missed you all. Hey, hey. Yay. Thanks for watching. Appreciate it. Oh, oh. Yeah. Oh, I Man, I watched Mighty Ducks more than I thought I would, and we're going to get to that, and... Winter Soldier, oh, so I got fired up a lot during that. But anyways, um, thanks for joining us here at United We Fan Plus. Brian and I yesterday actually finished recording this week's episode of United We Fan. It's going to be about the Zack Snyder, Zack Nana? I can't even talk already. Zack Snyder, Justice League. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Brian, I got him to open up about the DC Universe and... You know, I'm, I'm proud of you, Brian. Thank you for indulging me in a Broadway episode and a Zack Snyder episode somewhat. So hey, thank, you, I was, thank you. I was nice. I was pol I was fairly polite. Like, I didn't necessarily hold back criticism. The movie was better than it had any right to be. So Yeah, yeah. So check that out this week. We're putting on the final touches of it. And if you like seeing our happy faces and want to hear more from us, tune in to Weirdo Wednesday, Brian. What should they expect this week on Weirdo Wednesday? Earth's Mightiest Weirdos is going to be on Wednesday, both this week and next week. Um, and we appreciate everybody following along with us. And uh, we'll go from there. But Earth's Mightiest Weirdos, we're going to be talking about Falcon and Winter Soldier Episode 2. We might touch just on that a little bit tonight, but we'll be, we'll be pretty light with our spoilery uh, thoughts tonight. But tune in on Wednesday night at 8.30. Uh, for Weirdo Wednesday, Earth's Mightiest Weirdos, also podcast now. So you can find it anywhere you find your podcast. Yep. Great stuff, definitely. We welcome the live comments, live questions. Brian always has a good theory. It's not always Mephisto. Or... Wait, that was the third thing we were debating about yesterday, wasn't it? Mephisto? Mephisto? Man, I running joke Brian and I had recording our episode um, yesterday was, who was pronouncing these titles uh, correctly. I really want to know who the Facebook user is that loves Jared Leto. They're going to hate our episode. At least my thoughts on our episode. I I actually thought his uh, scene at the end redeemed him a little bit. So one of the words that Brian and I didn't know who was pronouncing it right was a movie about someone. And it's either a biopic or a biopic. And then I said biopic, but then as I thought about it more and more, I was like, that sounds like a surgery biopic. I'm going in for a biopic or Thank am you, I Katie. watching a biopic? So feel free to let us know if you say biopic or biopic and then biopic. Yeah, there goes Mark. Yeah, I think I'm going to lose this one and I don't mind. I'm, I'm glad. I think biopic sounds better. The other one was the actor that plays Superman and the, the new Superman. So I said Henry Cavill, right? No, you said Henry. No. You said Henry? You said, I said Henry Cavill. You said Henry Cavill. Yes. So is it Cavill or Cavill? And I'm probably going to go for O for 2 because Cavill. M Mark says Cavill, like like Cruella's like adopted son, maybe. Oh. Yeah. I, I, I already know I'm going to go probably O for 2 against Brian. That man always has theories and does his homework. So, <laughs> Hey, Brian. How are you? Hey, Brian. So, but anyways, have fun to uh, 
So Facebook user, there is going to be a, a link in the comments for StreamYard. Go to StreamYard and allow them to give them permission to see your name so we know who we're talking to because we found somebody who really likes Jared Leto. Yeah, we did. I, I thought the scene at the end there, I know it's not Disney Plus, but I thought the scene improved his Joker. Nah, it's okay. But Weirdo Wednesday. Uh, oh, I do like Three Seconds of Mars too. Yes. That's fair. That's fair. I do like that one. So, Brian, where should we start? Uh, let's start with what's been passed. Um, unless you want me to go through what's coming up on Disney Plus, that might be a little bit faster for sure. Yeah, I know we had some exciting announcements. So let's let's start there with some excitement. So every Friday in April, we're going to have Falcon and Winter Soldier content. So the first uh, four Fridays of April, starting this Friday, April 3rd, will be in, in episodes three through six. That'll run through April 23rd of Falcon and Winter Soldier. And then on Friday, April 30th, we're going to get Marvel Studios assembled for Falcon and Winter Soldier. So the making of the series, just like we had. And I'm interested to see all the different travel stuff and all that was played off by, by coronavirus. But that poster is fantastic. I love that poster. I love Bucky so much. Like, mm. oh, this past week, is he's just so great. So all through April, we're going to have a new episode every Friday for Falcon and Winter Soldier. Also coming this Friday. How you doing, Thanks for joining us. This coming this coming Friday, Night at the Museum is going to hit Disney+. Plus. Now, it's not necessarily a Disney movie. It is now. Um, but, Mark, did you like Night at the Museum? Are those movies of any interest to you? I liked them a lot. I definitely think by the third one, they knew, like, we're, we're done after this. So, I the first one's a lot of fun. Robin Williams is always, you know, Robin Williams is great. Hank Azaria, I, I thought he was hilarious in those movies. So, I'm curious to see where it goes. Mark's getting on our DC talk, but, I mean, Look, he said he was it, okay with it, but... If, if you want to hear more about Zack Snyder, I I did my homework on that. I watched Zack Snyder cut, then I watched Justice is Gray, and then I watched. So stupid. The, you can hear our thoughts on that, and then I watched the OG Justice League one. So I watched all three. I did my homework. I I Heath Ledger, the best Joker, man. Mark Hamill is just so good. Like live action, I, I can't argue with that. But overall, Mark Hamill so good as the Joker. I I'm partial to Heath Ledger as well. But Night at the Museum and everything happening there um, is coming um, this coming Friday. We're getting a lot of older Star Wars material as well, stuff that I never thought we would see, like the Ewoks cartoon and stuff like that. That's all hitting Disney Plus next month. And then the other big high profile thing is Uncle Jesse John Stamos starring in Big Shot, which premieres on the 16th of April. And that is, it looks exactly like, um, I mean, take Rick Pitino, if anybody knows who Rick Pitino is, and he screwed up and now he has to go coach a private high school girls basketball team to kind of make his way back and kind of become a better person as a basketball coach. That's the premise of the show. Um, again, with Mighty Ducks Game Changers, I don't have a ton of expectations um but i i like john stamos i don't necessarily trust all of his decisions but um i like it i you know he will always uncle jesse two stories with uncle jesse one on the wb tour 
I remember seeing him come out of the Fuller House soundstage and because it's filmed in the Friends soundstage, he put a sign over it. <laughs> so there's a huge plaque that says the Friends soundstage and he put a sign over it saying the Full House soundstage. That was pretty funny. He also waved at all of us, so very nice. And then the other one, saw the Beach Boys live in concert at Universal and Uncle Jesse did his Uncle Jesse song and he played the drums, so good for him. Jesse and the Rippers. Jesse and the River. Like their cute little romance song. It even had the heart graphics. So good on Universal for having the full house graphics and everything. I just think but, I need to see I think I need to see Uncle Jesse just take a dive in the Seas Aquarium at Epcot because there was a whole episode like mercy. built around that. He was too afraid to uh, he was too afraid to swim with the sharks at the Seas Pavilion in Epcot. I feel like we so. needed at some point do shows that were filmed at Disney because I still remember the Boy Meets World one, which oh, was by the fountain that's no longer there at Epcot. Family Matters, they went on Tower of Terror. I remember that one. Yeah, Mark, right there. Yeah. So, um, and then I just remember when Steve from Full House was mistaken for Aladdin because that was a super meta joke because that guy was the voice of Aladdin. That was amazing. Yeah, that didn't, that even, well that didn't even go over like seven-year-old Brian's head. That one was that one was easy to catch on. <laughs> um, but you mentioned the Mighty Ducks. I, I there, yeah. That's how I felt when I heard about the show. Why? So. But then I watched it, and I, I think I originally had a plan to just kind of be on while I did stuff. I ended up, like, locked in right away. I watched the whole episode. I've watched it multiple times already. If you haven't seen it, watch it. It really made me, one, Brian, I know you have one. I really wanted to buy a Mighty Ducks jersey after it, like the original, the first film, the green one. And, the green and one. then I wanted to buy one after watching it. And oh, he did. That's right. And then um, I also I really want to marathon those movies now. So, but I liked it. Game Changers. It was really good. I loved Gordon Bombay in it. I related. If you haven't seen it yet, there's a scene involving him and Cake that I related <laughs> to. I definitely related to him. Wreck It Ralph hard on the outside, nice and soft <laughs> on the inside, just like uh, Gordon Bombay. Yeah. I liked um, it. No, I, I agree. I liked the I liked the show. It was I mean, it was kind of par for the course for what I expected. But Lauren Graham is really good. I think she's yeah. a good actress. She plays a good mom who's really trying to do it all for her kid. And and I, I mean, it is a, a, a look into what sports has become now where you brought a child, a, a pediatric psychologist to your kid's hockey practice. Like, it's, it's really funny. It's what my kids are up against because I don't have the kind of money to actually make them good at sports oh, yep lauren graham isn't it she left um what was it zoe's playlist and did she leave was, zoe's playlist i didn't know she left that show well i think like it's still open for her to return but she's not a regular on it and you know she's she'll always be a gilmore girl yeah yeah so. i'm only through season one of zoe's i haven't watched season two yet so good so good but yeah mighty ducks was good i definitely hope we see more of the Hawks. I, I hope it wasn't just a flash. Like, you know, they were, they were a big part. So, but I'm going to, I'm going to call it now though. They end up playing in the championship, probably on some <laughs> kind of technicality and then they lose, but they learn a very valuable life lesson. 
the ducks don't lose. Have you ever seen one of those movies? You're really going off the beaten path here. I'm calling it now. I have a theory, as Brian would say. No, right, that didn't well, work, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, the ducks. You. I mean, did you say the ducks are going to lose or the the what the don't oh, bother? Sorry. I hate that team name. The don't bother. I, there hate, we go. I hate that. I hate that team name. I know. I. I don't. I hope that doesn't stick. Sorry. Let me take two. Take two. The don't bothers are going to get into the championship on a technicality where they'll lose but learn a valuable life lesson. Mm. You're uh, really mm. changing the. You're really changing the script on the on this on this team. So the ducks are still probably going to win. So maybe it's not changing the script. So yeah, we both win then. So you get your ducks <laughs> to win. I get a valuable life lesson from the don't bothers. Hey, it's not, oh, you're right. it's not worth winning if you can't win big. You're right. I have a theory. Sorry. <laughs> uh, no, it was, it was, it was a good show. Um, I, I think they, did a good job. There's a, I love the new Goldberg that he's like the fastest reflexes in the world. Uh, so I'm really interested in where they're going to go with the goalie. The girl with the glasses seems like she's going to have some fun moments and the podcasting nerd um, who podcasts. I mean, come on. I love the podcast kid. I, if he's out there watching and he would like to be a guest host on our show, <laughs> I would be happy to have him. He is. Yeah. He's just great. The so, name of his podcast was called The Wraparound. I searched for The Wraparound on Apple Podcasts, and it was some girls that do some podcasts in the middle of Canada. So they are going to get a lot more listeners this week. So good for them. Good for them. Yeah. So I liked him. And then the the pretty boy on the team. The kid that wanna... can't skate. <laughs> <laughs> I There's a running joke with him that every time he pops up on screen, he does a, a slow motion hair toss and – I loved every hair toss. So, yeah, that was awesome. Katie, thank you. Podcast Kid was awesome. I think he's um, our show's spirit animal. So, but yeah, check out Game Changers. Made me want to go ice skating. Brian, do you ice skate? Uh, yeah, I used to play hockey. Um, oh. Even in college, I played. I played in a competitive rec league at, at school. I wasn't good by any means but i led the team in goals well my Brian, i can't get over skating backwards like my mind i can't mentally do that do are you are you an avalanche fan brian of course i am go abs go there it goes yeah okay so any avalanche fans out there probably not maybe they're gonna win they're gonna win the cup baby mm, okay brian <laughs> brian has a theory <laughs> So, but yeah, check out Game Changers. You won't be disappointed. Goran Bombay, I I dig his character so far. I want to know how he ended up not liking kids, not liking hockey. And I know at the end of the third one, he seemed like he was doing all right, maybe still being a lawyer, but somehow he's running an ice rink. So, you know, I'm curious to see how he ended up there. I hope we get a, like a story to that. Uh, we'd have to. Like, we have to. Yeah. So... Yeah. Well, let's talk I, about Raya, Raya and the Last Dragon. Or did you have more Mighty Duck stuff? I'm sorry. No, no, no. Uh, Katie just said about ice skating. I love ice skating. I know we're oh. in Florida, but I love it. Mark, did you see Raya and the Last Dragon? Oh, what an epic, epic photo. So pretty. That's a cool photo. Um, mm -hmm. I, I haven't, um, didn't do the premiere access 
I'm probably going to go catch it. Maybe I'll go catch it this week. I'll treat myself. Go see it in theaters. Um, we talked about it yesterday or the other day. Black Widow will be the so far my first one that I purchased and go see it in theaters. But uh, Ryan the Last Dragon, it's it's there. It just hasn't worked out schedule wise. But I'll probably go see it this week so that I can get that checked off. For me, it was a goodbye. Um, my kids have watched it many times already, so we're getting money's worth out of that. A lot more than we did Mulan. Mulan was kind of a one watch and never came back to it uh, kind of deal. But we're going to talk about uh, the Black Widow stuff here in just a minute. But I caught Raya on its opening weekend. Um, we shared on our last episode of UWF Plus of a friend that I had known that had seen it early um, that didn't care for it. I came out of it with a similar um, mentality the animation, the scenes were very, very short. Um, and the transitions didn't always make a ton of sense. There was definitely two different stories being told throughout the film. Um, but overall, the animation is just gorgeous. You can see it in that picture that Mark had up just a second ago, but it's just, it's pretty, man. Uh-huh. It's so, I mean, Kelly Marie Tran did a good job as, as Raya. The sword is a really neat weapon. Um, some of the story is pretty pretty predictable but i mean it's a kid's film so overall i'll give it six and a half out of ten dragon hearts what the whole movie is about dragon hearts oh is it i see i no idea yeah well well i'll go see it all right that way i get some street credit back um you don't have street credit because you haven't seen raya (laughs) Look, the streets have gotten real rough lately. So um, I know Soul is getting a whole lot of award attention. I've seen that. I wish I could see that in theaters because I think that movie is beautiful and on the big screen it would be beautiful. So I I think Soul is getting the right amount of attention. Raya, I I, I feel like it, it got a lot of positive when it came out, but I don't really hear about it anymore. Poor Mulan, you know, people... Mulan did not age well. It, well, it never st- really started off well. So, yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I'm very curious what Disney's doing. Like, I know what they did with Soul on Christmas Day was kind of a gift to, from Disney to subscribers to give you Soul on Christmas Day. But they're doing the same thing with Luca this summer. Like, it's going on June yeah. 18th. It's, going, it's being pulled for theaters, and it's going straight to Disney+. Plus. No premiere access, no nothing. Um, Cruella is going premiere access at the end of may um doing what they did with riot it's going to be in theaters and on premiere access um oh, i shared with, i've shared with you many times i'm not interested in cruella at all that'll be the first premiere access i don't purchase oh. um i'm just not interested in it and i mean but it is it is what it is i think that movie's gonna perform pretty well oh, what um, a good poster yeah so i mean i think if if all goes according to plan and vaccinations are available to all age groups starting May 1st. You'll have a lot of people fully vaccinated by, by Memorial Day weekend when Cruella comes out. And I think you just might have people willing to to, to go out and check it out. Um, so I, I think it'll perform fairly well. I'm interested. I don't know. I, I'm not buying that one on, on Premier Access, though. Sebastian, I'm with you. I am, Emma Stone is in my um, top celebrity crushes i i think congratulations she's also to her by the way she just had a baby this week i know big congrats i gwen stacy my favorite spider-man love interest 
So I'm happy that she got to play Gwen Stacy. I'm sad that that storyline, you know, I, I feel like yeah. it might be the only, I feel like it might, well, nah, I'll, you know, whatever. I, I feel like we've moved on from Gwen Stacy in a live action. So we still get her more of her in Spider-Verse 2. Excited for that. So, but yeah, hey, Emma Stone. Hey, then Emma Stone, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see her take her take on it. That is nothing like Harley Quinn to all of you people out there who keep saying that. So, but yeah, Emma Stone, you know, Gwen Stacy, La La Land, Easy A. Oh, Brian, I feel like you would like Easy A. Oh, I love Easy A. I love okay. Emma Stone. Like, I yeah. love Emma Stone, but just this movie, it's part, it's more being burned by Disney live action remakes than anything. Like, that's really what it is. So, yeah, Emma Stone. I, I'll i watch Cruella. I won't pay for it, the premium access. I'll go see that on, like, a discount Tuesday at AMC um, and watch it that way. Black Widow, like I said, I will be... I'll be double dipping and doing theater and at home. I'll go to the theater for Black Widow probably just twice instead of my normal five or six times for a Marvel film, but I'm going to do, I'm going to double dip as well. Uh, but Black Widow, that's be the last thing we'll talk about with Disney plus future is, is Black Widow got moved to July 9th. I'm um, doing the, the theater and digital release. Um, I will absolutely drop 30 bucks on Black Widow to watch it that weekend. Many times I'll go to hopefully opening night as well. Um, July 9th, Shang-Chi was originally on July 9th, and it got moved to September 3rd. Um, but yeah. now we are definitely seeing Black Widow July 9th, and that's the first time we can actually say that with confidence. I'm I'm happy they're doing the at-home release. I'll always be someone who loves the theater experience, but I get it with the current times. I'm good with them releasing it in theaters. I'm thanking them for giving it, or sorry, I'm glad they're releasing it in theaters and at home. So that way... You feel comfortable and want to go out you can watch it in theaters which i'm going to i'm excited for it but i'm excited that we're just getting to see it it's been a long time coming and i know it's yep. gonna be great stuff yep ah it's always so great so for everyone who's a fan random. of our podcast i know for everyone who's a fan of our podcast, um, I like to try to trip up Brian a little bit to do random Rushmores. Our one that's coming up on this podcast, I think, is very spicy. So I'm hoping Brian likes it. Um, but this one, I'm going to go with, you know, we're here. We're Disney. Let's do it. Brian, Mount Rushmore, your Disney theme park quick service. Disney theme park quick service. Is it? called nine dragons in china um i think that's the table service but the one next oh, to that uh, lotus lotus um oh man what it? no it's not lotus that one's great Isn't it? um yeah that one there that's yummy um i mean you got to go cosmic rays when cosmic ray is playing on the piano there it's when, the busiest yeah. restaurant in the world apparently um i like cosmic uh casey's corner like the worst COVID casualty so far has been Casey's Corner and their corn dog yeah, nuggets. Sebastian. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I'll stick with Cosmic Rays, Casey's Corner, and Flame Tree Barbecue in Animal Kingdom. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go Satuli Canteen, Pandora. 
I I also like Docking Base Seven. Um, Flame There's Tree. not a lot there that that I like to eat. I know that'll surprise you with my limited palate. No, I it it took a little bit to grow on me as well. So I don't I'm not surprised there. So Flame Tree is definitely on there. Man, um, I I have to go Sunshine Seasons over at Epcot. Yeah, I just, that's a good I, one. They have a like a tuna poke bowl there. It's so good there. I just like their options, especially the little dessert area. So yeah, I think those are going to be my four. So that's yeah, good. there's your random Rushmore. Let's see that beautiful graphic again. so happy <laughs> i love that i know i hope you all enjoy that as much as we do if not i'm sorry but brian and i like we one of the highlights of this show is that graphic so yeah we, yeah. we got a couple of Bacos bills in the comments we got a couple of uh, other other good ones that we left off of there but sunshine seasons that's a great call by you i like that one i like that one i i almost said the fish and chips corner over in the uk pavilion my wife um, would kill me if I didn't list that. So thank you. Oh yeah, uh, but Hollywood Studios, I nothing really grabs me there. I like Backlot. Uh, I I mean I know I said Docking else. Bay, but yeah, that's just it. I know I said Docking Bay, um, but yeah. Originally, I was gonna do Mount Rushmore of theme park quick services so you could have done that place where the light doesn't touch and disney but i kept it just disney the baxter building would have qualified i love eating at the baxter building <sighs> yeah that might i have... did a i did a superhero character meal there for my birthday for my 30th <laughs> birthday i felt like a five-year-old and it was the greatest thing i really regret not doing the character dining experience there at that one place before COVID kind of stopped that, man, I would have, oh, when Captain and Spider-Mona came around, I would have been a kid in a candy store. It was awesome. Yeah. So, but yeah, that was a fun Rushmore. I like that one. Well, if you're going to get on my case about a few things in the Disney parks, I think it's time for you to give your hot take to these people. These are the oh, Disney yeah. people, dude, and they are not going to be thrilled with you, I think. I'll do it. I got it. Okay. I know I know. So, Dwayne's in the uh, comments. Dwayne's not going to be happy. Look at that graphic. I am lit, as the kids say. <laughs> um, so recent poll, uh, our friends, This Is Life, did it to where we were finding out everyone's favorite Walt Disney World attraction. Not only do I not agree with the winner, Brian, what was the winner? Expedition Everest was the rightful winner. Not only do I not agree with that as a winner, it is not even a top five attraction, and I had to actually think on it if I'd put in the top 10. Now, if it still had a full working Betty, oh my God, yes, absolutely, top three. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not, you know, it is what it is, why they can't have the full Betty, but and for everyone who doesn't know, that's the nickname for the Yeti is Betty the Yeti. So, but for me, Everest, it's not top five. It's not even the best coaster on Disney property. So, yeah, there's my hot take. I very <laughs> much disagree. Um, thank right, you, Alicia. It is, the, it is the best attraction 
at Walt Disney World except for Rise of the Resistance, which plays on See, an unfair playing field. You can't say that. You have to say, you're right. It's not the best attraction, but it's number two. So say it that way, Brian. December 4th, 2019 and before, it is the best attraction. And then Rise of the Resistance opened. I understand why Rise of the Resistance didn't win. A lot of people didn't get to, um, haven't had a chance to get on it. Um, I, uh, ooh, I'm over here now. Um, I, a lot of people haven't had a chance to be on Rise of the Resistance. Um, and the boarding groups, it's a hot, hot topic with some people, including our buddy Mark. Um, he hates that. But my hot take, we're going to stay in the Disney parks. We're going to go with your favorite roller coaster. Well, I mean, you said Everest isn't the best roller coaster, so you have to mean rock and roller coaster, I would assume, correct? No, Barnstormer. Okay. I'm just so rocket rock and roller coaster. <laughs> I am ready to remove Aerosmith from rock and roller coaster. I I'm not a gigantic Aerosmith fan. I mean, I do like Armageddon. I like Dude Looks Like a Lady and Mrs. Doubtfire. Like, I'm fine with Aerosmith. My kids don't know who Aerosmith is, never will. Uh I'm just I'm done with Aerosmith. Um, so let's move on from them. Um, I don't want like One Direction or BTS or anything like that. Like Mark, you would take Taylor. You would take Taylor Swift. Um, I don't want that either. Um, you talked me into uh, George Strait, um, so I would be fine with George Strait taking over. But in reality, somebody like Backstreet Boys or NSYNC or even Jesse and the Rippers might be the right decision. I mean, if I had it my way, I would love Backstreet Boys, NSYNC. You know, you know what? Yeah, each limo alternates Backstreet and NSYNC. And but I think <laughs> if you had to grab the modern day crowd, I feel like T Swift is probably the the biggest. Oh man, I've seen like rumors out there or people like hoping Katie they turn it into power, a power line. Man. Yeah, power that line would be awesome. I'm all for that, dude. I'm there. Goofy movie is one of the most underrated animated movies of all time. So bring back Powerline. That's up You're there talking too. Talking animated movies, so yeah, that's up there. Little so, Nas X. <laughs> yeah. Oh my Creed. God, Creed, the Nickelback <laughs> roller coaster. Oh, Brian and I did bring up the Piano Rob um, experience for Rock and Roller Coaster. That so we gave it like the slogan of, "He has a voice of an angel, the fingers of a god. Come ride Piano Rob the roller coaster." Spirit. So. Fingers. So, yeah, I I do love Aerosmith when Back in the Saddle helps you take off. I love that experience. But, yeah, I... But I isn't know. the song the same for every attraction now? Like, I think I get the same song every time I ride Rock and Roller Coaster now. Am I wrong I, there? I don't know. I haven't gotten to go to studios in a long time. So, okay. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, but oh, man, uh, I hope it, not. we are getting a few hate in the comments, but I stand by no more Aerosmith, but... Expedition Everest stay just Look, where it's at. Imagine a nickelback roller coaster and then right at the exit you have photograph. Look at this photograph every time it makes me girl. Like right there at the photo area. My wife and I's second date ever was to a nickelback concert featuring Three Days Grace, Paul Wall, and Hinder. And Nickelback was the headliner. And, and uh, I, got, I got a I got a poster signed. I got a poster signed by Nickelback that night. I think that thing probably went from valuation of like five dollars to maybe even six dollars now. 
Wait, whose idea was that date? What was mine? Like, we went with, like, seriously, like, 20 of my high school friends. So, oh, this was... Tinder. Wow. wow. The Bring problem is, is our, our first two days, our first date, I took her to see Rascal Flats, and then our second Bring date, day I fun. took her to another concert. So, um, I, I set the bar, bar kind of high to now my wife and I never leave the house. So, sorry, honey. Yeah. Oh man, Hinder, was it? Um, what Lips oh, was of an it? Angel. A, yeah, there we go. I was like, not Arms of an Angel. That's a good lord. <laughs> That's a totally different song. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, Aerosmith, I love them. But oh man, Studio C will be so weird without them. I mean, uh, I, I'm not getting my way. Rascal Flats, no thank you. Because then all anybody would ever play is like is a highway, and I'm I'm quite over that song. Yeah, no. Oh, My Chemical Romance could be interesting. You know, Black Parade, you hear that first opening note there right as you pull up to the launch. So. Yeah, I, I don't know. I would, you threw out on our show Jonas Brothers. That seems to make the most sense from a yeah. Disney standpoint. Um I, I mean, I couldn't pin Jonas Brothers' song out. Like, I know the dude from Jumanji, and I know one of them's married to Sansa Stark, but that's really all I know. That's all you got. So, yeah, Jonas Brothers will be fun. Their new album, I think you should check it out. It's a, it's a fun time. So, winter is coming to ride. Is that the Everest experience? <sighs> and... Oh, wow. There's a hot take. <laughs> Taylor I, Swift it was in the new cats and it was really good. Wow. Esther. I, I didn't Esther on to expand on that. To quote Mark, I don't hate it. I didn't hate the cats movie. I know a lot of people like trashed it. I, I guess I just went in there with a different way of thinking of I'm going to have fun with this movie. Is it a great movie? No, I think it definitely pointed out the flaws to the cats musical, but I didn't hate it. Didn't Cats also win your most overrated Broadway play? Doesn't seem to be getting a lot of love right now. So I did a poll on my Facebook where I asked what everyone thought the most overrated Broadway musical was. And, oh man, poor Mark. Mark from this, yep, yep, there he is. <laughs> um, I The finals came down to Cats, Grease, and Dear Evan Hansen. That is why Mark is not very happy because Dear Evan Hansen, he feels should not have been in it. I feel, <laughs> I feel it didn't need to be in the finals either, but I think Reese should have won and it actually came in third. So, but then again, I'm a guy who I love Spider-Man turn off the dark and you know, a lot of people like judge me on that. So take my theater opinions with whatever you want, but yeah, cats ended up winning with, you can listen to second. my theater opinions. My theater opinions are fire. All three of them. Book of Mormon, Wicked, and Aladdin. Yep. Right? Yeah. You got it. Rank them. Rank them, Brian. Uh, Wicked, I haven't seen like 15 years. Um, so I'll put that third, I suppose. Aladdin so, is Brian, the only one I saw twice. So I'll put Aladdin first. And Book of Mormon was freaking hilarious. So I'll put that second. So Wicked is no longer popular with you. And with Aladdin, reference. you had a friend in me when you said that one. I do understand. And then that. with 
Book of Mormon, I believe that that's a good show. Uh, Mark Random Rush. Mark your four favorite right. Broadway plays. Now remember, these are my personal favorites. <laughs> Already okay, this is. <laughs> I, I have to. Um, personal favorites, not saying these are the best. It's just the shows that I had fun with, connected with, love the cast albums. Okay. Uh, like I mentioned, Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark. I, I enjoy the album from Bono and the Edge. I read a book about the making of it. Um, it's a great book. And I even know about the two versions. There's a backstage episode on youtube about it it's a great watch so watch it don't just anyways i'm getting on a rant but anyways spider-man turn off the dark phantom of the opera i remember i've seen that so many times and i love phantom of the opera so that's going to be up there the producers i'm a huge mel brooks fan i love the producers and then for number four oh um uh, beetlejuice i love beetlejuice so I saw that twice while I was in New York, fell in love with it, got the pleasure of seeing it. And um, Alex Brightman as Beetlejuice is one of the best performances I've ever seen on a stage. So yeah, there's my I Rushmore will, Broadway. I will rank. Old Scratch, I have to ask what plays um before that happens the, is I it the Rushmore? man oh rocket man okay. I, uh, i'm pretty sure that's what <laughs> just happened to the chief? He was... <laughs> <laughs> where did we just go on this show <laughs> we're going to the well. we're going to the this this life red room soon i feel like oh rocket man okay <laughs> Woo. Woo chow Oh man, um, that's uh, yeah. that's funny. Mm. Brian, you want to um, save us? Anyways, that's my Mount Rushmore of Broadway shows: Beetlejuice, Producers, Phantom, and uh, Spider-Man. Phil Spiderman. Um, oh, says. I've been to the I've been to the Nutcracker, so maybe I've got four. Um, yeah. I will go with my Rushmore is Wicked, The Book Whoa. of Mormon, Aladdin with my daughter. And Aladdin with my wife. Oh, Alex Baldwin. Okay, never mind. For the movie. Gotcha. My bad. So, yeah. Um, Beetlejuice, yeah. when it tours, please go see it. It's great. The cast album, it was uh, one. It was the most streamed cast album in 2019, I think it was. So that just says how great the album is. Yeah. I'll take your word for it. I have and listened then, to it though. We talked about Beetlejuice on our Broadway episode, so I did listen did. to the album. Yeah, check out our Broadway episode. We talked about Beetlejuice, Aladdin, and Phantom, or you can check out Mark and I talking some Broadway as well, where I gave some hot takes about the Lion King. There you go. Yeah. Broadway. Well, Mark, do you have anything else? Um, man, I. I mean, I guess I'm glad I'm not seeing the hot takes on my Everest hot take. <laughs> People are like, just too dumbfounded. I look, Everest is a wonderful coaster. I 
it's it's just not top five Walt Disney World. I don't know. Yeah. I I strongly disagree. I love that attraction. I haven't been on it in a long, long time. But mm-hmm. if you want to hear more about that, let us know about biopic and biopic. Um, our our episode this week will be out um, Tuesday or Wednesday, and, and it's almost done um, being edited. And it is a piano Rob heavy episode. Let's just put it that way. We were very very nice to piano Rob this week. A piano Rob version of Rock and Roller Coaster is where it's at. That would be that would be awesome. So I we really did have a man crush episode on piano Rob. Mark, you also got a lot of love out there, Mark from This Is Life. So. Yeah, when when the the moment's right, you just it's fine. Just go with it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. We'll see you in about a month. Um, like Brian said, listen to us in a couple of days on this is like or sorry, wow, Woo! on United We Fan the podcast. Reach out to us on Instagram. We'd love to hear from you all. If it's about Everest, I'll I'll try to respond to them. So. And Earth's, Earth's Mightiest Weirdos Wednesday night and the following Wednesday night. And then hopefully my schedule is set in stone and we will have a, a completely set night for the rest of the time. Brian, is Falcon and the Winter Soldier uh, already your favorite? Oh, hey, Justin. Justin did our intro song. He wrote it, fun fact, between, what is it, two states while he was on a train ride. So thank you for that great intro. Um, awesome. But yeah, Brian, is Falcon and Winter Soldier your favorite uh, comic book series of all time? Comic book series, um, it's getting there. I still am partial to WandaVision. I was very invested in WandaVision. I loved it. I'm curious where Falcon and Winter Soldier's going to go. They're off to a really, really, really good start. Yep. Um, I I still think Daredevil is my number one, but that's just because we haven't watched all of Falcon and Winter Soldier yet. So, yeah, Daredevil on Netflix is still my number one. I need the MCU tie-in. Man, I I won't say no to Matt Murdock defending Peter Parker. So it might happen. Check out Justin. He's got several new albums out on Bandcamp. A lot of great fun stuff. Each album tells a wonderful story. It is a story album, different sounds for different moods. So check him out. And if anyone needs a really great intro, like I said, he did our intro. Check him out. Composer Justin with you on Daredevil. So I love season one. Season three was great. Season two, they divided it amongst Elektra and Punisher, and it kind of took away from Daredevil. But overall, I love the Netflix series. So like Luke Cage, um, Jessica Jones was good. Uh, Iron Fist season two was better than season one. But anyways, we're almost out of time. Brian, it was a pleasure uniting with you tonight. Thank you everyone for tuning in to check us out live. We always appreciate it. So thank you, everybody. We appreciate it. And Mark, we of course appreciate you behind the scenes, the man behind the curtain. All right, Mark. <laughs>